This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Awesome. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along. Uh, Friday episode. Uh, we are in the... Uh, the Oh, because your bowels it's not really no, bowels, we're on the first floor of the key club the, in the bowels aren't on the first floor they'd be probably in the basement I reckon mm. would that where the bowels would be on a, yeah. in a, a building yeah. we were um, have we been in any bowels yeah some of them are downstairs like at the wardrobe oh yeah the stand in Glasgow that's the bowels the wardrobe that's not, that's in, that's great. in Leeds yeah that's, that's, a few, we that's played bowels. a lot of bowels on this tour but um, um, this, which is the last night of this leg of the tour, we are the, we've been elevated to floor one, which is, is the, the, the cock tits. and balls. Oh yeah, well the bowel, the t- cock and balls are lower than the bowels, surely. Not on my body. Uh, <laughs> now we're in the we're in the we're in the tits of the glee in Nottingham. We're about to go on in about thirty minutes. I mean, I'm going to tell you now, you're not going to get a full thirty minute episode out of us here. It's just it's just a catch up. We're just going you know, to see how you're all doing and everything. Probably seeing some things that we said throughout the live shows this we, week. We, so if you've been to them... We've, yeah, if you've been to them, then you'll know a lot of this. But it has been an eventful and adventurous tour. I'm just going to get a drink. I've enjoyed a great deal. Hey, I'd say it's nice to be podding in the same room. It is, yeah. It is. Um, it's Different been, energy. It's been adventurous. It's great driving around the country. Um, uh, I've become very intimate with my... Google navigation system developed a nice it, it, relationship. You're on a first name terms with it now, aren't you? Very much so. Yeah, it's very much like Kit and Michael Knight. Um, the dream. Although I did fall out with her earlier because I. What's her? I told yeah I changed it to a her because we were getting, oh. there was a chemistry developing mm. that was becoming what as a man electric yeah and then I decided you didn't like it but you feel uncomfortable no you know no I'm not don't make it into a homophobic I'm not saying you're homophobic thing. I'm just saying it was something you but didn't I like I was homophobic against my sat now yeah I just thought look if we're taking this to the next level yeah. I need you to have a sexy female voice okay. I'm on the road, I'm alone, I'm I have alone. thoughts, I have feelings, yeah. I have needs. Exactly, it can get yeah. lonely on the road, can't it? Yeah. I've got a lady one of mine actually, The way, I use the Waze app. Yeah. Which is what? not a built-in sat-nav, it's an app. But, um, what nationality is she? Um, is she American? She's generic lady, I think she's English. Generic I, lady, I've got a Welsh one. How sexist is that, generic lady? I'll play you a bit. Where should, where should we go to? Let's go to TV services. Okay. And she'll tell us how to get there. Start drive. We're all set. Let's go. Oh, no, don't like it. It sounds like the no? traffic and travel off of, like, a commercial radio oh. station. I wonder how we get into the settings then to change her. See what other options well, we've you want, got. You want to get a Welsh one. Can you do that? Yeah, I, I You've did. probably got to pay for, like, different accents. Yeah, you've like, got to upgrades. pay for Welsh or Irish or Scottish because they're the sexiest accents, aren't they? Settings, voice and sound. Uh, where's voice? In- oh, she's called Carol. Oh. Um, so we've got lots of US English US ones English UK Carol or Simon or Biz Jargon that sounds like fucking Biz train guy mm. probably Barry Homeowner let's let's have a listen to Biz Jargon it won't give us any I've got to go back into the thing again where to T-Bear high quality content this come on let's see what Biz Jargon sounds like We bumped into Come each on. other at T-Bay this morning, didn't we? It's not often we bump into each other in the wild. He's not speaking to us. No, we did. We had a. Uh, I mean, we 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 did post a um, picture of us with a meat, meat for a week platter. Because no, we stayed at different places last night, 
Um, I stayed in Gretna Green, the home of the shotgun marriage, which was a very interesting experience. Yeah. And you stayed in Penrith, which is the setting for Withnail and I, I believe. I did, yeah. Uh, you can actually go to the Withnail and I house something near Penrith, can't you? The cottage. Talk. Brilliant. Yeah, Let's my, just see if Biz Jargon's going to talk to us. It. Hold on a sec. He's not talking. Nah. Fucking prick. Well, anyway, while we wait for him to put his finger out. Yeah, so we were staying at two different locations. And I've got to say, I think this is true for Andy, it's certainly true for me, is that we had a long drive from Scotland to Nottingham. It's a bit big old fucking drive, that. And yet, despite having that long drive ahead of us, we both, without telling each other we were going to do it, took detours very early <coughs> in the journey just to go to Tebow. Tebow yeah. was not on my route. No. But it was so tantalisingly close to where I was, I had to drive half an hour out of my way to check yeah. it out. And when I got there, who do I see in the breakfast queue? Andy fucking Dawson. Yeah. He's made the same decision. So I felt validated because I thought, well, if the logistics king has gone on a detour <laughs> just for T-Bay, mm. then um, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. And, I mean, when you did see me, I was on my way back to the counter because uh, some toast that I'd been promised as part of my breakfast hadn't materialised, so I had to go back and chase up toast guy. Mm. Um, he was a trainee, it was on his badge. Um, right. I can't remember his name, I'm not going to name or shame him, um, but uh, he forgot to do the toast. Um, but it, it was there it was just sat there he'd done it and forgot to bring uh, it over you know, one thing that I've noticed on this tour around the UK I love to get around see different places meet different people you're a people person I'm a people person and you know we're people people and I've, I've met a lot of different people and I've seen a lot of different things on this tour people 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 we've, we've had a few experiences with people usually <laughs> young blokes right <laughs> who, <laughs> let's say, have been over-promoted. Yeah. So the elephant in the room here, Andy, is Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you'll have heard from previous episodes what went down in Sheffield. Yeah. If you know the character in The Simpsons who's usually working in Krusty Burger mm. and goes, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Garfield, it's happening again. That's him. Right, That's him. that was the bloke in Sheffield. He's everywhere. Then we had, a, yeah, we had a, the, the same guy at T-Bay with the toast. Yeah. I've had well, at least one of them in every hotel I've stayed in. And I'll tell you something else. What's that? We've got one in Nottingham tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to name and shame. But there's a, a sensationally this and that. What I'm saying is, mate, this is ironic because we've always like talked about the this and that's on continental Europe, which, by the way, we admire. That's not a racist thing or a xenophobic mm. thing. We like the this and that attitude. Um, we think that the Lampard attitude is traditionally too prevalent here in the UK. Mm. But... We did Brexit, and now mm. it's well documented that the leisure and hospitality industries are short on staff as a Absolutely, result. Absolutely, yeah. And so they've had to start giving roles to young Brits. And what's interesting is young Brits have become the dis and dats. Like, they've, young young British blokes who just haven't got... They don't know their arse from their fucking elbow. No. Nice lads. Mm. Not saying they're cunts. But I don't know, I think they just, just I don't know what it is. I think that I, their, their mums have been wiping their asses for I, too long. I think what's happened is they're now in, in like customer-facing positions where previously they'd probably just be clearing out the bins. Yes, and they go, right, you're out front, they go, can I call my mum? Look at anxiety. Maybe my mum could come over and she could do the talking and I'll just do the other things. Maybe it's that. No, your mum cannot come. You have to do it on your own. But Sometimes people get cross and ask me to do things I don't know how to do them. Well, you're going to have to learn how to do them, aren't you? But, 
I mean, this is the thing. You, you do get some people, some some middle-aged people who do say that we've raised a, a generation of children mm. who've never had the word no said to them. Mm. Now, I don't know whether this is true or not. It might just be kind of uh, Tory speak uh, for that sort of thing. Like, they don't have any gumption or backbone. <laughs> Put <laughs> them in the fucking armed forces. Where's the spunk? Where's the spunk? The spunk has gone out of prison. Yeah, but don't bang on the desk when I'm trying to record it's it. Not that they're, it's not that they're... Um, um, I said, no, I think what it is is, is that, <laughs> like, when we were kids... It is true... This is really Tory thing to say, I, I think, but it is true that, like... If you grew up the 80s or, or 70s or whatever, if you were a kid, you just sort of, like, had to look after yourself. And, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of us were from, like, single-parent families all families where both parents were working all the time you know and if you weren't from a family that had fucking nanny or some shit like that you were just basically looking after yourself a lot of the yeah. time so you had to learn how to cook you had to learn how to clean up after yourself you had to learn how to just do shit yeah and for whatever reason a lot of kids now and it's a good thing I mean you'd I'd say you'd be out on the street you street smart yeah you were street smart I wouldn't want my kids to necessarily have to look after themselves to the extent that I did Right, I don't. I'm not saying it was better, but as a result, there are you know like, well, I I try to balance it out by making my kids do things for me. Yeah. Like, and that's not so much as me trying to. I want to raise them right with a bit of gumption. It's more me like being lazy. Yeah, and you can offset it against pocket money, can't you? I increasingly just like get them to make me tea. Yeah. Whenever there's something else wearing, do you ever get a situation where there's something else wearing the house but you want it? Yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah. Like, oh, I need that thing, but it's upstairs. Yeah. I ne- my policy now is I never it. get anything. And you could train a dog to do that, but it would be hard and it would take a lot of time. It's slightly easier dog. to train a kid. I mean, Oscar, Not my dog. Oscar, Jesus. If you asked Oscar to go and fetch your slippers, he'd look at you. He'd probably cry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like one of these kids we're talking about, mate, Oscar. I mean, there's certain dog treats that Oscar can't have because his mouth's just simply too small. Ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> I have to mash his fucking food up for him. Yeah. Did you see in the um, T-Bay Services uh, butcher slash deli section, there was uh, some baskets of dried meat that looked like, what is it that they eat, like billetong? Yeah, I did. And there was all different flavours, and I thought, yeah. that must be for dogs. Was it for dogs? or was No, it it's for humans, that. Was it for humans? Humans did, have did that, billetong. Did you consider getting it? No. For Oscar? That's too chewy. A bit luxurious. Oh, I, really? I, I did have, I did once get a bag. You know that, um, what's it called? Beer 52 that we yeah. used to advertise now. Yeah. They send us out a box now and again of the beer and you get a snack with it every month. And um, once it was built on and I had it when I was just sitting having a few beers one night and yeah. the, uh, the fucking smell of it drove Oscar it, up the fucking wall. Yeah. But it was too chewy, I couldn't give him any. Right. It's just pure condensed beef. They somehow remove all the moisture from the meat. Is that basically what it that's, is? Yeah, that's what it is. And you're just left with like a, a leathery kind of a pure meat sensation. It's like eating a shoe. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't see the appeal of it, but yeah, they did have some of that. Um, no, he could never have that. There were a lot. I mean, I, I love TV, but they had a lot of um, food items that were just in the open air mm. like like little cupcakes and things yeah yeah and, and the molecules and, settle on them and well I mean this day and age yeah I mean, of people and Post-COVID. diseases and, 
I don't think people are as. That's why we were taken by the meat us. selection tray because that was a carefully clean film. That was clean it? film. You might have seen us picture that on Twitter earlier today. The meat for a week tray, to which someone replied on Twitter, "I won't last me a week." Yeah. Fucking oh. fat bastard! I do that on a day. I eat more meat than you, pricks. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, I'll challenge you to uh, a, to a meat off. I'll tell me forty-eight followers about it. <laughs> Jalapeno. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Jalapeño. But uh, meat for a week, that tree, that was good. But the, the butcher counter where the meat's behind the glass. Oh, like, amazing. Oh, man, it was a meat symphony. Meat, I mean, I'm a, I'm the sort of, like, vegetarian who still appreciates the sight of yeah. a nice bit of meat. I, knew, I know you are. We've, we've not, talked about I'm, it. I told I'm you to go look at it, didn't I'm I? I'm not one of these people who's like, ugh, meat, like that. Ooh, I'm, dead and, animal. I know, I'm like... I I love the sight murder. of a rib of beef when it's yeah. marbled. Yeah, and I used to go and buy that a lot. Like if I, I mean the main thing I miss about me you buy it even though you're a vegetarian. No, yeah, throw it away. No, I have I have done that. <laughs> like if I have people around, so I used to love cooking a Sunday roast. I loved it, and you still do it, but it's not the same if you're not cooking a, a joint of meat. Yeah. So sometimes I invite people round, but what I used to do is I used to splash out if people were coming round. I'd be like, I'd splash out and I'd get like a rib of beef if there was a few yeah. people coming over. And that's expensive, but it's fucking delicious. Uh, because vegetarians listen to this and we're upset by this, you know. Well, I wouldn't do it now because it's like, for, I that fucking price, for that price, and if I'm not eating it, fuck that. So the most you're getting, if you come around to my house for Sunday lunch and you're a meat eater, the most you're getting is a fucking chicken. Because I won't spend anything more than the price of a chicken if I'm okay. not getting to taste it. Fair enough. But yeah. I really miss the marbly a rib of beef mm. or like um, a ribeye steak and when you touch it it's almost waxy you know what I mean oh yeah because the fat makes it waxy at tea bay services at the butcher counter you'll never see a better selection of meat oh, it's not in, not like in. ribs yeah um, big just sides of beef just the whole gamut mate have you ever been in a butcher shop in France I haven't Fucking hell. I've only been to France to go to Euro Disney and they don't have a they lot of meat. Have, they don't have butchers. They don't have a lot of fresh meat on display there. Imagine like, when in the butcher fucking Mickey Mouse is, is behind the counter in a pinstripe fucking yeah. pinny. Hello! Would you like to... Hey! Would you like... Is that... Yeah, that is Mickey, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Andy Dawson. I love Atletico Mints and to a lesser extent... Top flight time machine. I bet you're here for a ribeye steak. <laughs> but you wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. If it's like, hey, I'm Mickey Mouse. Do you want a hot dog or a hamburger? Yeah. There's your choices. I mean, fuck. If if I was in France, I've been in French butcher, and I, I've never bought something because you know what the French are like anyway. They're going to try and power play you. They're, any opportunity to power play you if you're English. Yeah. And if you're ordering fucking meat from a butcher in France they're going to absolutely fucking muller you yeah 
so I didn't give them the satisfaction, but I did hang around and have a look through the window and the display outside, and there's all sorts, mate. Imagine the num- the sheer number of different types of sausage they've got in a French oh, restaurant. Is, is it a charcuterie? Is that no, what it's that called? Charcu- no, it's a uh, boulangerie. Is it? I thought no. it was bakers. No, it's not a boulangerie. That is a baker, isn't it? It's a... A charcuterie is like... Charcuterie is like when you get a selection of meat, like sort of dried meats, isn't it? Boucherie. What does boucherie mean? Boucherie, butcher shop, yeah. Yeah, it's a bloody boucherie. Charcuterie's more like a deli, do you think? With a yeah, they're, they're like your, your hams and salamis and whatnot. Don't get in touch and with what, the slump. And watch out okay. when you're in when you're in France and you're having exotic sausages or dried meats. It's all very well, but almost always some of it will be donkey. And I'm not joking or like pandering to daft stereotypes. It's true. It is. I've been in a French fucking market in the days when I ate meat and I'm like oh yeah I'll have a selection of these sausages and then he said one word I don't understand it my missus speaks good French she's like that's donkey mate you're getting some donkey you're not don't buy the donkey sausage maybe try the donkey sausage don't don't run away from the donkey sausage oh no you know um, when I was in Florida in the summer did I talk about the turkey leg that they sell in Universal yeah yeah. I think I might post the picture of it as well on on the the socials Um, turns out it's not turkey Oh. It's advertised as turkey. Yeah, but it's some sort of um, processed artificial. I'll tell you what it is. What? Fucking emu. No. Emu leg. And you ate it thinking it was turkey? Yeah. Well, it's turkey it was, leg. What if you had religious beliefs that forbade you from eating um, emu? But I'd be fucked, wouldn't I? Yeah. There might be some small you, print, you I don't could, know, but you yeah. Sued them. I mean, you'd look at it and you'd think, how can that be a turkey leg? It's massive. Yeah. But it smells and tears so great, you just. And it's kind of like. It's pink as well. Yeah. And turkey meat, you know, if you go by what you have for Christmas Day, generally isn't pink. It's brownish. It's brown. It's white, whatever. Brownie white. Um, <laughs> it's an emu. I did some research. Did some journalism. So, yeah, um, well, that's meat abroad. If you've got any meat abroad stories... We could call this episode meat abroad. Probably don't share them with us because it might be boring. But um, I, I think I'd be surprised if you could beat a French butcher. A French butcher, if you, next time I'm in France, even though it's been years now since I've eaten meat, I will definitely always, as soon as I get to any location in France, I'll be like, first things first, let's check out where the nearest butcher is. Get so to the boucherie. Go, go and have a fucking pipe uh, have, a, have, a, have a boucher in the boucherie. See what they're up to. Because you know what they're like as well, they're mad. They're like, have a fucking live goat behind the counter that they're yeah. slaughtering in front of you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, what is the matter, English? You are such a sensitive soul. Yeah. It is part of normal life. It is part of the circle of life. I slaughtered this baby god. I cut off his testicles and about to put them in a stew. <laughs> well, I mean, that's probably coming here now. Now that Brexit's here and all the uh, all the nice people have gone away. But um, yeah, we've 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 been dealing with some um, some young Weird people. You know, what's been your highlight of the tour? Do you think probably the bloke in Sunderland who threw his pint at us? Newcastle. He was from. Oh Sunderland. yeah, yeah, he was from Sunderland. So we were in Tell Newcastle. Tell you what, let's not talk about him. Let's not give him any air time. No. Start oh, again. Right. Yeah, okay. So what's been your highlight of the tour then, Sam? Um, well, there's oh. been all sorts of shenanigans. Maybe Sheffield. <laughs> Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield was probably... Sheffield was a, a, maybe, a, maybe a Sheffield, farce, wasn't it? It was so farcical that yeah. it actually ended up being the highlight. You, could have, you couldn't have you couldn't have made it up. You couldn't. It was so um, mad. So maybe that. But where have we been this week? London... 
London was, Newcastle, was Glasgow. London was a freak show, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Glasgow, and they were about to do Nottingham. Um, I, I, for me, my favourite bit's just when we, we assess the nature table stuff. Yeah, there's been um, some good stuff. I enjoy that. There's been some good stuff. There's I'll been tell you some what else horrific I, stuff. I'll tell you what else I've liked, though. We do a thing on the live show, which if you come next year, you'll see. But we do a telepathy test. like It's oh, sort of yeah. like a magic show. And um, we do a whole section about shapes, because as you'll know, that's what we're really mostly into podcast now. now. Yeah. And basically, as part of that, I draw Andy turns his back to me and live I draw a shape on a piece of paper and then I try to send him the image of that shape but mentally using mind waves and we've done it four times in the last week Andy guessed right three times and each time it was a different shape that's shape telepathy for you. You got you got oblong, yeah. then you got circle, yeah, and then you got square. And then it was square last night, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, we didn't do it last night. No, we got it was to do it square last night. in Newcastle, I think. And that is fucking genuine. We haven't genuine set magic. It up. That was genuine telepathy magic. Genuine fucking magic. So that's the sort of shit you get. It's like so, that um, film Doctor Strange. Yeah, totally like, like that. that. Yeah. So we'll do some more live shows in the new year. We'll set them up soon. Get them announced. And you can get them as Christmas presents. Get the tickets from your your loved ones and partners for Christmas or from your mothers. <laughs> and, um, While we've been away, we've missed um, Matt Hancock on the Jungle Programme. I don't feel as though I've missed it. Because yeah, it's sort of all over social media, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't been looking at it either. I don't feel as though it's, it's something I want to look it's at. It's kind of tasteless, really. I mean, it's funny that he's making a cunt out of himself on the one hand. But I saw someone... Uh, I can't remember who is that what's going down he's just coming across as a cunt is he yeah he's, he's, he's just coming it's just pure accidental partridge oh, okay. about 100% right. of the time right. Good. and the other people the other inmates all like sort of totally like, a cunt. yeah they hate him <laughs> but I think that like apparently boy George said when he realised he was there he's sort of like, I feel like like walking out because this is actually I kind of thought boy George would be good with this yeah and I sort of think you know to be honest, it is really crass because, like Ant and Deck last year, they were they were basically trying to get Boris Johnson. They caught him off every night, and they? it was yeah. great. And someone I can't remember who said this. It was it was someone well known, a columnist or something on Twitter, said this is a problem because usually Ant and Deck represent us, the audience at home. Yeah, right. And we th- they're making jokes and saying the things that we're thinking, right? But this year they're sort of laughing about the antics and the absurdity of Matt Hancock mm. <clears throat> whereas really most people at home are actually angry that he's been rewarded yeah. for his fucking ineptitude by being paid uh, a reported 400 grand fuck off yeah that's what I read right and so he's getting that and then someone I can't remember what her name is but it's one of the loose women she, I saw a clip and she goes why are you here mm. And the only decent thing, the only thing he could have said that would have given me a modicum of respect for him would have been if he'd said, I'm here for the money. Yeah. And then I would have respected that, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't have respected him, but I would have respected it as an answer. He went, to be honest, there's just so few ways that the public get to see politicians as human beings. Fuck off. And she gave him the most fucking amazing withering look. It was oh, sensational pounds on that door. Hello? Hello? You're listening to Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney, the hardest working cunts in podcasting.
So yeah, we got. We're sorry, we got interrupted there by. Uh, yeah, she gave him the most withering look, and I just think that it's a difficult situation because I'm sure Ant and Deck will be thinking the same as us, but they've got a job to do, an extremely well-paid job to do. Mm. But ITV, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know about this whole freak show thing. I mean, look, fucking America, they put Donald Trump on The Apprentice, not because they thought he was a a good, interesting, or even successful businessman. They put him on The Apprentice because he was a fucking... Because he was a freak. Because he was a freak. A a freak in the traditional sense. The sort of people who they'd put in circuses (laughs) in Victorian times and travel from time to time, town to town. And then he ended up being prison. So what I'm saying is, be careful if you're a fucking TV commissioner, producer, executive, and you're doing these things for the, you're doing these things for the lols and for the ratings yeah. to get fucking coverage and to get yourself a promotion, right? Think about what you're doing because well, you're giving exposure to people and you're rewarding people for being fucking cunts who are destructive well, it, 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 to society. Hancock's probably thinking he can do what Boris Johnson did, which was that, which was to yeah. go on, have I got news for you? And Boris Johnson, to a certain section of the community, is witty and charming and yeah. amiable. Hancock appears to have fuck all going on. Yeah, but in his but mind, he probably he thinks, thinks that I can do that things. as well. Yeah, I'll yeah. be. He's like, I'll be, I'll be the prime minister in five years. He does think that. Of course, I've, I've he does. read before that he thinks he yeah. will be prime minister. Yeah, because he's utterly deluded. Yeah. Anyway, at least got the World Cup to look forward to. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn. Cheers, mate. Probably. Thank you very Ta- much. And then the other two drinks on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice one. Nice one. Our drinks were being delivered there live on the podcast. Yeah. Right, we're going to wrap up because we're going on stage in about five minutes. Um, thanks everyone for coming along to the shows if you have done over the last week or so been great every show's been fucking brilliant, yeah, brilliant. we've loved what, doing what, that. A, what, an, what an audience we've yeah. got it's great yeah. isn't it it's we're, nice we're, to meet I know, I know we're, sometimes we're horrible to you on stage but we like, really really um, appreciate the, the support you give us it's, it's fucking great we're so lucky to get to do this um, so we're going to do another show last one of the two we'll do some more new year football predictions for the weekend we'll try and do them um, and just put them up on Twitter because uh, we are, I haven't got anything prepared to do that now. Uh, that's about it, really, isn't it, Sam? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming and yeah. see you soon. Thank Love you. you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.